The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's got me. It didn't take me long to like it, but man, I love that one now. Alliance, our wake-up song for 2023, which is flying by. Already blown past Easter. Uh, Just uh, seven and a half months away from Christmas, if you can imagine that. We're right there. Uh, just played Metallica, got the September Labor Day shows, and uh, as the weather heats up, it gets into the 90s today, tomorrow, and start pushing 100, we start feeling summer. Next thing you know, Labor Day's upon us, and we're staring at Metallica down there at the football stadium a couple nights in a row. That is the year in a nutshell, and it is uh, cooking. Just flat flying. Uh, I, I will harp on this until somebody does something great. Excuse me. Yesterday, Al McCoy broadcast his very last Suns game, regular season Suns game. And uh, they gave him a nice little farewell. I got to hand it to Matt Ishbia, the new owner of the Suns, because at halftime, he was out there and he said, look, I haven't been here very long. I don't know much about anything. And he brought Jerry Colangelo back out onto the court and let let Jerry do the work. Now, uh, our last owner, Banker Bob, uh, made enemies with Jerry Colangelo somehow. I'm not sure exactly how that all went south, but no ties, nothing. They weren't ever uh, in dovetail. They, they could never get it together. And in, in a two short months, Matt Ishbia not only wisely didn't go out there and grandstand on this moment, which he could have, and a lot of guys in his position would have, um, gave the mic to Jerry Colangelo and said, this is the dude. And he's also brought Jerry Colangelo into the fold to basically say, help me transition to a quality owner, and I don't know the city, I don't know much of but he's a student of the Suns, and he knows basketball up and down. And so he's a, I mean, he's not like a Suns super fan, but Eddie Johnson even said, he's like, he knows my stats. Like, he knows my history. This guy is a student of basketball. So he hands it over to Colangelo. They have a great moment. Al McCoy gives one last shazam out there on the court for a regular season game. He's going to broadcast the playoffs. Who knows how long that lasts? One Kevin Durant knee tweak, and the next thing you know, this team is bounced in the first round, and we lose Al McCoy. If there isn't a goddamn statue of Al McCoy in that plaza, by the end of these playoffs, I'll be furious. I'm going to make a call today, even with this awful voice, to, uh, what's her name down there, our mayor? What's that dude's name? I forgot. Uh, Kate Mulgrew. Gallegos, that's right. No, Kate Mulgrew was, uh, she was the captain of the Starship Enterprise. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Ran awesome. a good ship. And she did. She did. She was a good good captain. So I'm going to call Gallegos later today, and I highly uh, suggest all of us do. I want a street named after him. I want Matt Ishbia to step up and, and build a big statue of Al. Al is not with us much longer. 
and the the pure joy he brings to this city, you will you will realize afterwards how much you miss that steady voice. As a Cubs fan, I think this hits me hardest because you know, as a White Sox fan, yeah. when Hawk went away, oh, the yeah. game changed. Absolutely, hundred percent. When Harry Carey went away, the game changed. When Vin Scully went away, the game changed. Uh, having a steady voice and a a permanent figure for your team. This is the first time in. I'm guessing everyone listening's lives that the Suns will not have Al McCoy tied to them somehow or another starting next season, and that stinks. As much as I love K-Ray, I think he's a brilliant broadcaster. I think those guys do best-in-the-business kind of stuff. He's not cemented yet as that voice of the Phoenix Suns because Al McCoy's still there. So it'll take a little while for Kevin to get to that. To the Sports but... bra- uh, Broadcasters Hall of Fame, Ring oh, of Honor. Everything. NBA Hall you of Fame, it, he's, he's in all of it. it. Yeah, he's in all of it. He is a, yeah, and they gave him a jersey yesterday with a 51 on it. Really nice ceremony and everything yeah, else. If that but. doesn't qualify for a street naming or. How in the world? Yeah, he's the only one we've got. There's like. He's probably the most decorated person in sports in Arizona. In Phoenix sports. I would I would venture to guess that's absolute, unless you count Michael Phelps, who I think is more Baltimore than Phoenix, although he's always here. And he, and he looks like Zava from Ted Lasso now. I don't know what happened to him, but the, uh, yeah, the, it is, it is incumbent upon us as citizens of this city to recognize our landmarks. And he's definitely one of them. And I, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to, like, I guess I just call, but I don't have a push unless everybody listening gets involved. And I've asked to like email and I guess you guys emailed like crazy and there was a bunch of that, but I don't know how to like actually make this work to where we get something done. And Brady says he's got a guy he can have sculpt a statue. It's just something has to give. Al needs to stand outside next to something, knowing that it's permanent and forever. And I know that jersey will hang on his wall at home. At least a, uh, an outdoor basketball park somewhere. Name something after the guy, like a big something downtown. He's in the Ring of Honor. He got put in the Ring of Honor years ago. So let's do something more permanent. I think you're right, Brady. I think he might be the most decorated Arizona sports figure that there is. This on the heels of Phil Mickelson and John Rahm won two in the Masters yesterday, ASU graduates. ASU came in first and second at the Masters yesterday. And again, I go back to my theory that there aren't many good golfers anymore if a 52-year-old guy keeps coming in second or first. It's amazing. It isn't. It's proof to me that he's just playing normal. And all the other guys are average now. I don't like when old people win things. It only makes old guys feel good. It only makes dudes in their 50s feel good. I like domination by a younger, more talented group. I'm a big Tiger Woods fan. I like watching him fall off the face of the planet. Like I said, good. That means that he is where he should be and the rest of them are gone. I don't like when uh, Phil Mickelson can compete with the youth. It's just proof the sport's at a bad level. It's not in a good spot. If 50-year-olds can do it. If you watch uh, heavyweight boxing and a 52-year-old guy knock 28-year-olds out, you'd be like, well, this sport's in trouble. Yeah, the George Foreman thing only happens. Uh, <laughs> right, the blue and he was in his early 40s, people forget. Yeah. And then he leaked into his 50s, and he also picked a time when the sport was in big trouble. It was the trouble. right time. Yeah. yeah. Everybody acts like there's some, it's not. Phil Mickelson coming and saying, but it's still an ASU thing, you know. We kind of avoid that stuff, but that's a uh, Al McCoy is a legend and needs to be honored in a huge way. And I wish I knew how. I wish I knew what to do to guarantee it. I don't know who to call. I don't know how to throw weight around. I don't know any of this stuff. You just make that call and say, why aren't we doing something? Why does Diana Taurasi have a street named after her? 
Why in the world does the WNBA get the first pull on a street named after him? Diana Taurasi should have nothing named after her. At all. Over Al McCoy? You got something different there. I know it was a woke move. We get Kid Rock down here and start shooting at the Diana Taurasi sign. Because it, oh, sure it. it seems to make it. It's woke. It was a girl move. At least renovate one of those uh, buildings in, uh, across the street from the the arena and do uh, Al McCoy Town or uh, <laughs> Shazam's. That might be kind of like the uh, Alice Cooper's. The toy making factory in the Rudolph special because he looks like them. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Just something has to happen. But it was a. It's a touching moment, and I got to hand it to Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Suns, now because that was. Pretty cool. And I could see very easily any new owner coming in going, all right, introduce, making it about his new, look how close I am to the team. And he actually pulled back. He's like, I, don't, I love that this guy's here, and I love that I wasn't part of this. So it was a pretty It would have been interesting move. to see how Sarver would have handled that. He'd still be talking about himself. I don't know. But it wouldn't have, I don't think Jerry would have been out there. And it was good to see yeah, Jerry which out is there. The, uh, yeah, yeah I'd have him out there. He's yeah. the guy that brought him. I and still associate the Suns with Jerry. Of course. I mean, and he's two owners ago. He's the guy. Yeah. He's the He was the one that brought them everything. I mean, he was the guy. And you do it because you're Italian, so well, it makes you know, sense. I mean, that, that doesn't hey, hurt. He's still in charge. We know. <laughs> just, you know, he's doing it from a this, dark this space. This guy's in, yeah. but, you know. We know HBA, it. it ends in a vowel, but not the right one. We'll see. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was a great moment. And uh, the Suns are in the playoffs now, and they, they start Sunday. So the playoffs will start tomorrow with the play-in games and stuff. The Suns Sunday against the Los Angeles Clippers. So obviously you didn't go to the game. No, I didn't yeah. budge. I didn't. I did not move this weekend. Anytime I tried to move, I'd make eggs. So it just came floating out of my body. Every orifice you could imagine leaking eggs. Eyes crusted over. My nose was making eggs. My throat. Oh, big ostrich eggs coming out of my throat. Yeah, I didn't. I watched the whole thing, but a statue for Al is something that. Hey, that's a good point. Uh, Stewart says, uh, appeal to that ex-owner, Sarver. He gave twenty grand to every employee on his way out the door. I'm sure he can construct a $20,000 statue. How much does a statue cost? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Again, you get that crew from Home Depot. Yeah, I know. We could do it. We can We can get one done. You know what we should do? Get under two grand. Uh, be careful with the local artist thing. Remember the last one? I know. One these are painted. not locals. Okay. These are uh, immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing in some immigration. We're doing uh, some hard labor. You know, I could take that money I won on FanDuel yesterday, roll over to the Home Depot and go, guys, I got 10 grand says you can't make one of these. And just show them a picture of Al McCoy. I need it to be about 5'8". On a pedestal. I know Al's not 5'8", but, you know, in his heyday, probably. Four, make it four hours. Match. You got a huge. <laughs> You're like a 12 Yes, it's Al. Like bigger than the footprint yes. center itself. Not damn right. Towering over it. Yeah. Just the head. 
Just a gargantuan spinning head like a yeah. globe. Well, like Jombie from uh, yes. Pee-wee's. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Al McCoy head, and it just spins and goes, Shazam, brother. <laughs> As you're walking into the arena, you're like, Jesus, that thing's horrifying. That would be great. All the people staying at the Palomar all night long at 3 in the morning, just, Shazam! It never turns off. <laughs> Whoa, brother! I'm all for it, but Al McCoy is a local legend and a uh, a gift, and we're we're watching it just go away with a, you know, the same kind of crap I'd get if I walked out of this building. Here's a jersey with your name on it. Thanks for everything. See ya. Something bigger than that. Harry Carey got a statue. Yeah. You go out to Wrigley Field, there's Harry with a microphone, and it's uh, pretty awesome to walk by. We need more statues. Did Ernie Banks get one? Oh, Ernie's got one, so okay. let's play two on it. Okay. I got yelled at. Uh, well, it was really funny. I didn't. I went up and took a picture of the Ernie Banks statue because he's in his uh, batting stance. And I hopped up on the statue late at night. My friend uh, Jim took a picture of me, and I'm dry humping Ernie on the statue. Oh, and I get down, and then uh, I go to take a picture of Wilson, and he does the same thing. And out of nowhere, street thugs, get off of Ernie, you piece of you can't do that. Respect that. I'm like, yeah, get off of there, you jerk. <laughs> I switched teams immediately in case Wilson was going to get beat up by street thugs. Wrigleyville street thugs. But yeah, we dry hump Ernie's statue. I mean, he's bent over. It was funny. It's a statue. It's not the real Ernie Banks. But, uh, yeah, there, I've got photos of me with Ernie and, and Harry and all those statues. are impre- that, They're awesome. I think Chick Hearn has streets named after him. Vince Scully's got stuff named after him. At least get this done. I've been harping on it for months, but again, some of it's on me because I just, all I'm doing is shouting out into the air. How do we do this? And somebody's got to know. Somebody's got to know. Like somebody's got to have a, I don't know, an in with the, is it the, who do we talk to? Do we talk to the mayor? Talk to the sons? I think it's the sons have, uh, well, the sons plaza. They, they can do a lot of stuff on their, they can do it in a second. Facilities. You just don't want to wait too long. He's 90. I've been screaming about this for most of the half of the last part of the season. And well, what about the what about the people that sponsor Footprint Center? They could kick in. Footprint could kick in and make like a the plaza an yeah. environmentally sound That's statue. Yeah, like make Al out of lettuce or something. A lettuce Al McCoy that lasts forever. A sustainable Al McCoy. That would be great. But my worry is that Al's not well. Because, you know, he didn't announce at the beginning of the year this was his last. He announced it about a month ago. He's like, I think I'm done. And that usually, to me, says something's crazy. I don't know. (laughs) Have him make one of those singing fish mounts with Al's head doing show tunes, like Billy Bass. Yeah. How many of those they'd sell if they had at the sun shop, if you just had Billy Bass, Al McCoy? (laughs) Shazam! Wow, brother! Did anyone actually own one of those? I did. Did you really? It was crazy. Wow. Uh, I left it in the garage. I got one for my birthday. Did you? Yeah. And the batteries blew up in it, and it started to spew acid out of its mouth. Now, that's cool. It was kind of neat. He had a seizure, I I think. I mine up to uh, Alexa, but it was first generation. It was a mess. You had an Alexa bass? That's recent. Basically, yeah. I got it a couple years ago. Oh, my God. And you put it up on the wall, and uh, it was linked into that but it just didn't it this was a 1990s so at two yeah. in the morning oh yeah you it, got made it was the updated version it was <laughs> yes. billy oh. bass Let's see if we can still get those 7.0 wow. man i didn't think people still wanted them enough to 
tie them to their smart home. It might have been a, uh, yeah, it was a birthday gift. Somebody who hates you. Yeah. I'd get new friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was a family member. I see. <laughs> I wouldn't like it. Here, I put no thought into this. I'm sure you'll like it, Hillbilly. So long. And you can still get them. A Billy Bass. Hannah hooks it up. But the problem Sings is hunting, two in fishing, the and loving, and every day, and take me to the river. How does it, it not say, show bucks. me your fish? 45 bucks. If show me your fish is a huge hit, how does it not? Show me your fish. Oh, How's Billy Bass not singing this? Make a ram look like a large man. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing America <laughs> ever invented. But it was a better time. Anyway, yeah, people are. Uh, it's just, we got to do something for Al. Now, I'm just powerless. I'm stupid, uh, which is the biggest part of this, is that I don't, like, I have ideas. I just don't know how to implement anything. Like, oh, that's a great idea. I don't know how many times in my life I've said that. Oh, that's a great idea. And I don't know how to do anything. And it isn't, like, energy or ambition. It's just I just don't want to make a fool of myself. So I, We'll just uh, name our plaza right now out front here at the station. We'll put an Al McCoy statue yeah. out here in front of this. That would be pretty great. <laughs> we'll get those Home Depot guys to carve one out for my big win. We make five grand. Get those Home Depot guys to carve out a beautiful Easy. Al McCoy. Oh, that'd be beautiful. But out of what? See, there's the other thing. I don't even know how to make a, like a statue's made of plaster. Is it? I, I thought they were like bronze and stuff. Sometimes, yeah. I don't know. We could stucco an Al McCoy. I don't want to stucco Al McCoy. <laughs> no, you've seen after a couple of years, the houses in Queen Creek they start cracking yeah. apart. <laughs> get it. I don't want to stucco Al McCoy, although I kind of want to see what it looks like. Might as well make him a butter. Yeah, I think bronze is the thing that yeah. is, right? I, I don't know where to that get that. That gets pricey. Where do you get Worth that? Worth it, though. You, you're talking with my money. That's why. <laughs> Worth it, he says. When Brady doesn't spend it, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, that's gold. Oh, I'll get that, you a that. sweet one. Yeah. It would be nice, though. We got to find a foundry. <laughs> Create a mold. <laughs> Do we mold Al McCoy? You have to mold mold him, right? We could do a a nice solid concrete mold. Concrete gets chipped and like bronze stays forever. You get that nice sealed concrete. Lasts a long time. Yeah, like bronze is the way to go. Bronze Don't you want him, like, you know, a couple hundred years from now? Like, a, a nose is chipped no. off? Like the No, in a couple hundred years. He's, not, what, do you want him to look like a couple sphinx? thousand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's never, it's never going to matter. In a couple hundred years, it's like... That's right. Nobody's going to care so, about Al's statue. I mean, when I say forever, I mean, like, you know, maybe another 80 years. and sons will be, We'll be in some sort of a weird AI experiment by then, so it won't matter. There'll be weeds all over him. Al holding a lamp out front. Could be the new um, house see, grading. That's the thing. Mini Al McCoy's. I went to Sedona once, and I saw that they have that one place that makes those things for the. And it's a dude with a shotgun holding a woman and a lantern, and it's all made of this black, like I don't know what it was, but it's like a resin statue, almost. just giant hard statue. And I'm like, what in the world? That thing was a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Ooh. I'm like, why would anybody want this in the first place? I think this is a hostage situation. He's got a shotgun and a woman and a, and a lantern. And he's holding it out in front and the shotgun's on his side. And I'm like, it's like over a hundred grand. And somebody went in and said, I'll take it. Like, well, you're, you're asking. I'm maybe giving the guy six or seven hundred bucks for that. <laughs> yeah, just for the effort. That's a lot of dough. I think we go up to uh, North Mesa there and get that. The guy that makes it. 
yard T-Rex and yeah. elk. and Those are the ones. Our yard. They'll last a long Maybe time. Maybe I should do that, just have Al McCoy in my yard as a... But we've talked about T-Rex Al. That would be pretty pretty sad. Anyway, I don't know. Phoenix Foundry, but it doesn't look like they make statues. It's mostly just plaques out of bronze. But I mean, once we do it, what, are we going to tote the statue around and go, hey, put this somewhere good? And nah, that yard work. art you could. Those are pretty light. <laughs> I don't want Al to get blown over. Well, no, but you could... He's mobile. I mean, I don't want him to be a mobile home either. It needs to be a permanent fixture. A structure that lives forever. In and amongst the the sons and the lure. Anyway, the playoffs start. A legitimate chance at a, at a championship here, too. We could probably get a nice wood one down at uh, Rocky Point. They would carve one up That'd pretty quick. Yeah, not Sell a ton of them on the beaches. It's bad to have it out in the sun. You'd have to put it in the lobby. Marlin, Oso, <laughs> Al McCoy. <laughs> you want Al McCoy? Okay. Did you give me 25 minutes? You're going to carve an Al McCoy in 24, buddy? Yeah. Okay, 30. I got my hair braided and a McCoy for <laughs> 50 gonna, bucks. I'll be over here getting some rice names. Will you be done by then? Oh, see, see. $10? Eight. I'm whittling. There's a bronze foundry in Prescott from What's what people that are telling me. Mean? Why does everybody know that? I don't know. I'm going to look it up, though. That's what you do. If the Dalai Lama has statues, Al McCoy can because he's never. Al McCoy has made it ninety years, and as far as we know, he's never licked a kid. Reach out to Jerry. Maybe he can get something done in marble. Yeah, see, Jerry's. Where's Jerry on this one? All his dough. He should have done an Al McCoy statue. Jerry's another one. He's got to be pushing ninety. Never licked a kid. Automatically, I've picked two people better than the Dalai Lama for kid licking. And there's some some internet thing that I was. Just looking at it a second ago, and they were like, "You can't disparage the Dalai Lama." He was, yes, you can. Kid looking is an immediate moment to it's go. Just All a right, bad that's video, Dolly. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that for the record. It's not good, and it immediately negates tons and tons of good. Lick one kid, and all of your good deeds go away. Missing out on the game there. Yeah, whatever that was. Um, let me put it this way. How about this? If it would it have been funny if the Dalai Lama spit in his hand? No, right? It's horrible. And it's a similar act. It's a sexual act. It's French kissing is not a uh, a tender moment between a man and a boy. So when he's spitting in his hand, I know it's an extreme example, but Dalai Lama wouldn't be allowed around anymore. Ah, uh, you? <laughs> Me? Huh? I kid. He's joking with child. Yeah, just, uh, you know, have another celebrity do that same thing. Let alone oh. if our current, if Biden did that with a kid. He was smelling hair Easter and everybody went on Yeah, oh my God. If he licked a child at the Easter egg. <laughs> See, but now I kind of root for that stuff because I'm here for the absurdity of life. I just can't. Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I don't know. Did you guys watch the Beach Boys special at all last night? They did a special yeah. on CBS, uh, Grammy tribute to the Beach Boys. And I wanted to just watch a little bit, and I ended up watching the whole thing. Uh, it's remarkable. It was outstanding. They had, like, Beck, who's turned into Michael Sarah. It's the strangest look in the he world. Like, look he like- looks just like Michael Sarah now, and my grandma. Uh, the great Michael McDonald came out. Oh, man, no. He did. I mean, it was a cavalcade. What did he do? Uh, he and Take Six did, uh, uh, damn it, I don't remember. I'm on drugs, Brady. Yeah. Uh, but he teamed oh, up with Take Six. Yeah, it was incredible. 
And, uh, yeah, the whole thing. John Legend did a song and uh, Casey Musgrave. No, that's not who that was. I don't know. What's that lesbian lady's name that does country music, sings and plays guitar? Is that the one that got in trouble for all the... Oh, old school? No, new. Kelsey Ballerina? No, no. That's not a thing. (laughs) You don't need to chime in right now. You're just going to say words. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It was so good, though, but... Uh, it was the saddest thing in the world because they kept using the same clip of the Beach Boys. They were up in their balcony. And uh, the Beach Boys do not look good. We need a statue for them soon, too. Uh, you forget how old they are. Like, they're all 80, 82, 83. And uh, Brian Wilson's been crazy since 1965. Back in bed. And uh, he needs to be in his room. Now, when, he, when he was in his room, he needed to be out. Now he needs to be in his room. But they kept using the same clip when the artist would finish. And they would kind of bow to the balcony and wave to them uh, of Brian Wilson facing the wrong way and waving. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. So, like, Brian Wilson was, uh, like, the far left and then the rest of the band in a row. And they'd get up and they'd wave back to the artist and they'd clap. And then Brian Wilson would wave the opposite direction. And you're like, oh, boy, Brian's officially lost. But it was such a good show. Did someone cover God Only Knows? That was... Uh, lesbian country lady and john legend together and that's how they closed the show it was so good the whole thing was just ridiculous you forget how amazing the beach boys were as far as just experimental music basically at the time they were doing stuff with glockenspiels and french horns and 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 surf music i don't know how you did that but it was it was incredible i cannot remember that lady's name she's got short hair can't stop talking about her wife uh, she, like we get it you're a lesbian we understand you're married lesbian nobody else brought up their spouses last night she did it twice but uh, yeah it was it was incredible but yeah we gotta, we're gotta we worried about the Beach Boys too that's another one on the death pool list is the uh, they did not look healthy they're all alive no well I mean you've lost Carl and Dennis obviously that's right those have been gone for a while Dennis died in the 70s and then Carl died in uh, a few years ago but yeah you've got Al Jardine and uh, Brian Wilson somehow still around. I don't know how. Was Stamos there playing like the bongos? No, in the back Stamos was uh, a host, but he didn't do any of that. And then they had the other two like replacement dudes. But it was it was an amazing love. Night. One of the love, Mike Love. Yeah, he was, he, I he, think he owns everything now. He like, does. He owns the brand because you can't let Brian have it. He's no. facing the wrong way. <laughs> but uh, and then they didn't let the Beach Boys play at night. Like, at the end, you'd figure they'd drag them down on it. Uh-uh. They just sat up in that balcony and watched everybody else do it. But it was a, it was an outstanding show as far as the music goes. But, boof, start, start to clock on the Beach Boys. That isn't going to be much longer. And then I started to wonder, who do we have that for? 60 years, like, the Beach Boys, they were tribute of, like, 60-plus years. So if you go back to 1963 and then take 60 years off of that, Talking about music from 1903. Does music in 1903 hold up in 1963 the way 1963 holds up today? It's uh, modified it's, a little it's bit. Amazing when you think of those time gaps of how much we exploded as and a and how species. much it changed. Oh my God! I mean, we're church hymns. That's all we had was like church stuff and nothing. Maybe got into some of the. There was some string stuff. Sure. But, but it was orchestral or very fiddles, very limited uh, vocal stuff. Most of the time, it was musical, like hillbilly crap. But you think of the tra- like the transition from 1903 to 1963, how much music went exploded, 
And then from 63 to now, it hasn't done anywhere near that. But that transition, it's just a lot more noise. It's pretty amazing. So who in 60 years do we look back and go, oh, there they are? I don't know that we've got that. Do you? Elton John, I suppose, but he's already 60 years gone. So, I mean, who do you have from, yeah, like... Yeah, 60 years from now, are they going to pull on Metallica? Oh, this, this Taylor Swift song was... Yeah, Metallica's got their 40-year anniversary. Yeah. But who's been, like, yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with Apple Music and quick one-hit wonder type stuff, as we really don't have, like, a solidified, super amazing thing happening. You're right, though. I didn't realize how old those guys are. Mike Love's 82. 82 years old. And he Brian looks Wilson's every 80. day of it. Brian Wilson looks terrible for 80. Like, if he told you I'm 80, you'd be like, Jesus, I would have guessed 96. Man. The other yeah. guy that's just absolutely done playing, everything I had an interview with him was Phil Collins. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know who else you have those Grammy salutes to. I mean, it'll be Taylor Swift, but will anybody care? There were 12-year-olds in the audience singing Beach Boys songs. And I'm like, I didn't expect that. But it was amazing. But say goodbye to the Beach Boys, too. And I read an article on Saturday. Because, you know, when you're dying in the, on a couch from uh, the you allergies. You got time. You got time to read stuff. Jack Nicholson's going to die soon. Like, there's also Clint Eastwood's got one more movie and then he's going to die. And I don't know how. I don't know if he makes If the he movie. finishes the movie. I don't know how. We're going to start losing a lot of big names. I've been saying that for a couple of years, but we are close. It's going to be heavy, but it's a lot. And Al McCoy's right there with him. So get a statue up of the great Al McCoy almost immediately, please. Oh. Yeah, there they are. See, Brian, Brian's leaning the wrong way automatic. There it is. And that's a pretty good picture of them. Brett's got up there where they're all facing the right way or at least look in the right direction. But it was uh, only two of them could stand up. Like when they would, it was a, uh, yeah, Jardine and uh, Mike Love could get up. The other guys Who's stayed seated. Guy? I, I forget, he's the drummer Dave something, I forgot. But And they showed old clips. It was a really cool special. But. <laughs> Brian Wilson waving. And they kept using the clip. Like they'd go back to it. It was like a, a who's the black? It was like John Legend. Dunham's uh, dummy. It that, was. It was Walter. <laughs> it was, it was. Unbelievable, but anyway, that was my weekend in a nutshell. What'd you do? Anything good? Oh yeah. There we well, go. we had a flag football game on Saturday. <laughs> I would rather have been sick than hear your weekend. But go ahead. You you had one. You were in it. No, Kirby. No, Kirby. Kirby. Oh, you had to go watch right now. Kids yeah. play flag football. Yeah, and her team got blown out. <laughs> mercy, mercy rule in the uh, second half. Oh no. She's a, she plays on a co-ed team. She's the only girl on the team. So she, she makes actually a completed more passes than the uh, other quarterback. Well, she's playing quarterback. Yeah. She's slinging. She's a gunslinger. She's slinging. She's just got to learn the uh, the timing on the patterns a little more. You, uh, yeah, I don't understand, like, uh, the like why would you ever wake up for that? <laughs> we'll go watch it. Just see it's because it's a one and done because she's 14, and I think that's oh. the, the last. Uh, she can't play in high school, right? No. No, they won't let her suit up. Um, I don't know. If, I, I guess if she wanted to play yeah, regular football, I think they, yeah. Does she? No. Okay, I was going to say, her bone's blown up. And then you start getting serious about that. But Brady sent me a picture of his uh, Saturday morning, and it was uh, Kirby standing in the field. And 
all I saw was her hair. Like, that's straight out of bed. Like, you, she was drunk oh, out yeah. of bed and stuck on a football field. And I started laughing. And I'm like, these Braves got to watch these kids half-ass their way through a game. Like, thank God for Dr. Lynn. I'll never have to go through that. Oh, there, there seems to be a trend in the flag football, too. Uh, Trevor Lawrence trend. What's that? A lot the of long hair oh, yeah. quarterbacks. That's what they are, the boys. I think you do this because there's a frosty in it for you at the end. We uh, you ate we had a victory at yeah. uh, Dutch Brothers, <laughs> uh, a losing Dutch Brothers. <laughs> That's what I said to her. Would you like a loser Dutch Brothers? Yeah, you went for the treat. Nine o'clock. You went for the post game treat. That's the reason you're going. Kirby thinks it's because Daddy cares, but you just have that tie back. I was on my feet yelling at the yeah. refs the whole time. Of course, because no, it I matters. Because you were just waiting, yeah, yelling. How long is this going to last? I want my Dutch Bros. It's good. It's two quick halves, and and uh. You know, Ugh. there's about three more weeks. The next couple of weeks, potentially, there's going to be some heaters. It's going to be hot. Ugh. Oh, you got to go. There's more? I thought you said it was one and done. There's a bunch of games? I'd get her an Uber. Oh, yeah. There's, no pro- there's uh, I think, four more games. Where's Ronnie? She's there. Oh, she goes with you. Yeah, All right, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, if you have to do this solo. You got more than Dutch Brothers. She'll miss next week's game. Ronnie will. Probably the following in the yeah, following. because she's oh, smarter than up. you yeah. and she schedules stuff when the games are on. Like, oh, I've got a client at 8.30 in the morning on Saturday. She's upping her uh, yoga certification. Oh, right. She's going to the next level. Saturday mornings now. Starting today. <laughs> you guys went to breakfast or something. After the game? <laughs> Don't think back like it was 100 years. There's so many times we go to meals, John. Those ceiling tiles. I'm, I'm trying go. to recall what we did the rest of Saturday. I know you well enough oh, to know. I went to Lowe's. I did some yard projects. <laughs> I'm convinced there was like a pancakes with bacon smiley faces. And No, I had my breakfast before the game. Oh. Made an egg sandwich. What a weekend. Man, mine was better than and yours. And Easter Jeez. Sunday, John. Oh. Did you deck out Ham? Yep. And? Had, uh, Steak? I bought a little, I bought a small honey-baked ham. Mm-hmm. And then some uh, honey-baked turkey, little three pounds oh, wow. of that for later on this week, too. <laughs> Easter never stops. <laughs> this is horrible. Wow. Yeah, I know. And then yeah. we went after the Masters. We, I went to the range with another, uh, with Billy and his family. Yeah. And we had a family swing. We, uh, the driving range. Ooh, oh, I was going to say, don't, don't Pornhub. And then that we swapped. <laughs> it was great. All right. You're a weird little man. The whole family goes to the driving range? That's the whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. Just Kirby and I went. Oh. Ronnie took the she's, pass on that. She's busy. <laughs> she had indigestion. I, I'm getting it. I don't blame her. <sighs> Brett sat dying of allergies, too. So we've well, all been the same. I had to go out and give away a bike because we were right now on Peoria with uh, Law Tigers and uh, Ride Now people. And gave away a bike because Supercross was this weekend. Right. Didn't make it to Supercross because I was a mess. Yeah. Oh, can't imagine the dirt in my nose on Supercross. Oh, the spores. Yeah. The dirt spores. Did you, uh, and the bike was given away? Yeah. Right there. Yeah. $10,000 bike that they gave away. This station is yeah. just handing out cash right. and motorcycles and all sorts of stuff. What a weekend. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Yes, the guys that brought you the keg at the bottom of the pool for Easter yes. keg. Uh, they got tons of stuff going on right now. ActionRideShop.com. Find out about everything they got going on. And, of course, follow them on the socials. Uh, on the list, we got Mastodon, Rammstein's Dalai Lama, The Who, Metallica, Five Finger Death Punch. But Ghost put out a new song. 
they uh, covered that uh, Genesis song, Jesus He Knows. Really? Yeah. So I figured we can give that one a shot. Ghost did Genesis. Yeah. Jesus He Knows Me. All right. That's interesting. By the way, I got an email. It says, Philip Payne is here in the valley and he does wonderful bronze work. Well, send him our way. Yeah, we need him. I don't want to my paying for this. We'll start a GoFundMe or something for this. Yeah, that's begging. We'll send the invoice to Ishbia. Yeah, maybe that's it. We'll bill him later. And we'll set it up right there on the plaza. It probably has to be sponsored, but we'll set it up. We can barely set up our tents at the Easter keg. I mean, Jesus. That's a great point. (laughs) I've seen you guys try to change uh, windshield wipers. It's not a good idea. We can get our guy at uh, AZ Highlift Batman if he still has that, and he can crane that baby over there. We'll break it. We we won't touch the, the merch. Spanky Spangler, he could do it. I wonder if I like this is so curious. This song, yeah, let me pull covered. Yeah, let me. It. Well, just fire it up. Let's just do it. All right. Ghost doing Jesus, he knows me. Is it? It's not on the new album. I have the new album. It's coming out. They're putting out an EP of covers. Apparently, from what I hear. Really? What else is going to come out? Uh, didn't look that one up. Oh my god! All right. Well, this is an odd cover. Jesus is just all right. Yeah. It's all. Uh, no, it's all ghost. Jesus music. Well, yeah. it's for Easter. Jesus built my hot rod. It's, it's Ghost Easter, which is Tobias. Go get him. Let's see if this is any good. I, this could go completely hairy sideways. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.